Welcome to the Script Bits Podcast for Sunday, 18 September, 2022. Our bit today comes from Proverbs 18, verse 10, and that says, The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run it into it and is safe or set on high. And another glorious Sunday is upon us, my fellow believers. That means it's time once more for praise and worship as one group of faithful saints. Be we physically gathered in the Lord's sanctuary or by technological means, for there's no distance in prayer and worship. So let's begin, as we always do, with a song of thanks and praise. And today's song is another most aptly titled group of exceedingly praiseful words. How sweet the name of Jesus songs. Wow! And does the name of Jesus ever song sweet to believers? It certainly does. For there's no sweeter nor more important name than his in all the wide world. And what is particularly amazing about this song is that it was written by none other than John Newton, the same man who wrote one of our most favorite hymns, Amazing Grace. And can you imagine that a former slave trader and unbeliever, although he grew up in a Christian home, could write two of Christendom's most loved hymns? Yes, because with God, all things are possible. And he usually looks for those at the bottom of the heap to raise up so that his great name can be glorified. He takes pleasure in using the weak to confound the strong and the foolish to confound the wise. Thus, with the Lord's miraculous intervention, John Newton turned from the slave trade and became a sincere abolitionist and eventually a minister? Only but God, you say? Yes, only but for God. Anyway, enough talking. Let's sing. Let's offer up our weekly sacrifices of praise in a sweet, harmonious, harmonious and mid-tempo version of the song. Obviously, in sincere, heartfelt voices. Singing, how sweet the name of Jesus' songs in a believer's ear. It soothes our sorrows, heals our wounds, and drives away our fear. It makes the wounded spirit whole and calms the troubled breast. Tis manner to the hungry soul and to the weary rest. Their name, the rock on which I build, my shield and hiding place, my never-failing treasury, filled with boundless stores of grace. O Jesus, shepherd, guardian, friend, my prophet, priest, and king, my Lord, my life, my way, my end, accept the praise I bring. How weak the effort of my heart, how cold my warmest thought. But when I see you as you are, I'll praise you as I ought. Till then, I would your love proclaim with every fleeting breath, and may the music of your name refresh my soul in death, and triumph in that blessed name, 
which quells the power of death. Yes, triumph in that blessed name, which quells the power of death. Oh, friends, as always, that was marvelous. There was absolutely no doubt in heaven about our sincerity and awesome love for Jesus. And these simple but also precious words of Cousin Saul in Proverbs 18.10 prove why our love for Jesus is so strong. He declares, oh yes, we spell it right. He declares the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous runneth into it and is safe or set on high. Yes, my brethren, it is an indisputable fact that the righteous find protection in the Lord God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Just look at how Newton describes all the things that the name of Jesus does for a believer when he hears it spoken. He says, it soothes our sorrows, heals our wounds, and drives away our fear. It makes the wounded spirit whole and calms the troubled breast. Tis manner to the hungry soul and to the weary rest. Whoa! Is there any other name in the universe that can produce such an avalanche of good and safe feelings? Obviously not. Remember what Jesus said in his great invitation? Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of or from me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, gentle and humble, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And we all know that comes from Matthew eleven twenty-eight to 30. Now, can anyone else seriously and sincerely make that marvelous offer? Of course not. That's why Jesus' name sounds so sweet in our ears. And listen up again uh, as he tells it like it is when he says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. And we know that comes from John 14, 6. So why shouldn't we love to hear the name of Jesus eh? when he's the be-all and end-all of everything? And these words of Paul to the church at Philippi explains why Jesus is so revered. He writes, Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who, being in the form of God, taught it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men. And being found in fashion or appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Wherefore, God also had highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every other name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow of those things in heaven and those things in earth and those things under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord 
to the glory of the Father of my people. And that comes from Philippians 2, 5 to 11. That says it all, friends. Jesus became a man for our sakes and was humble and obedient to the wishes of the Father, even to his death on the cross. No wonder the Father glorified him with the name above every other name and insists that every knee should bow to him and call him Lord. And by the way, John tells us of the mighty name given to Jesus in the book of Revelation when he finally comes out to wage war against his enemies, riding on his white charger. John says, and he hath on his vest or robe and on his tie a name written, King of Kings, and Lord of Lords, Mama, Mama. And that comes from Revelations 19.16. And if you want to spend eternity in heaven with Jesus, you'd better believe that and be humble and obedient to his dictates as best you can. Army people, as I keep reminding us, there are only two options, two ways to live this earthly life, the way Satan desires, or the way Jesus desires. And believe me, the smart money is on Jesus because he has already defeated Satan by dying, going to hell and coming back, and thus taking away Satan's keys, his hold over death, hell, and the grave. That means the devil is now a toothless lion and has no power over us except what we give him. And in the long run, Satan and all his evil minions will be cast into the lake of fire and destroyed. Now, is that the way you want to end your life? I certainly hope not. Then the only logical conclusion is for you to follow Jesus and spend everlasting life with him, the Father, and the Holy Spirit in eternal bliss in heaven. Much love. And the postscript for today says, Only heaven will be left standing after Jesus wages the last war, and you better believe that. So if you want to be left standing, then you better get out there and live for Jesus. And we pray that in his mighty name. Amen. Please have a blessed Sunday, my people. Much love. 